Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. A lot of calls, and uh, we'll spend the bulk of the hour taking your feedback on this. And so we've come to, I guess, a critical juncture as to whether or not between Jerry Butts, Michael Wernick, and now the prime minister, they've mitigated the damage, so-called stanched the bleeding, or did they actually uh, further discredit the matter and uh, themselves? In fact, let me just say, uh, when he spoke earlier today about the environment he set with his leadership, admits he was upset when Jody Wilson-Raybould did not take advantage of that. One of the things central to my leadership is fostering an environment where my ministers, caucus and staff feel comfortable coming to me when they have concerns. Indeed, I expect them to do so. In Ms. Wilson-Raybould's case, she did not come to me, and I wish she had. All right, so it's on her. Uh, Blame-shifting, perhaps. Want to get your thoughts, though, uh, how you feel about uh, what you heard earlier today uh, and your perceptions or your takeaway. Let's go to line two as our first order of business, and it's Judy and Alliston. Good afternoon. Hi, John. Hi. Um, yeah, so my, my takeaway is that he talks a lot about jobs, 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 but he never talks about the job losses in Alberta, um, the GM Oshawa job losses. He talks a lot about the one company's job loss. He doesn't talk about all the other jobs that he's not really attending to. Well, you know, and that's the point. Uh, the more he emphasizes it, the more stark the comparison becomes uh, between you know, 9,000, so he claims, in Quebec versus the 150,000 that have disappeared in the Alberta oil patch. You know, Absolutely, absolutely. That's right. So that's what I wanted to say. Great I, show. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you for that. Yeah, it just further drives home that point. And I'm just wondering, uh, the folks, you can almost envision them listening or watching out in Alberta and grinding their teeth all the while because they, they understand that there's this disparity in concern. And uh, provincially, it just drives a further cleft between the West and Central Canada. Here's Mark and Whitby. Go ahead, Mark. You're on The Oakley Show. Hey, John. <clears throat> you know what I find interesting? As a self-proclaimed feminist, he seems to have a great difficulty communicating with women. Um, you had the Kokanee uh, groping situation where it was he said, she said, and now we're back in the same thing uh, with uh, you know Jody, uh, you know Jody Rabel. Like I think this is just shows that he is not ready for this position. He, and they were right; he, he should have never been uh, prime minister. Well, all right, uh, he's got himself uh, an interesting. Uh, Meeting on Friday here in town, that's tomorrow, International Women's Day, March 8th. It's uh, recognized as such, and he's planning to be in Toronto. I guess he feels this is a safe haven, haven, sort of a liberal readout, you know, where uh, all the women are going to come in from academia and Liberty Village and sing hosannas to this guy, despite uh, what seems to be a betrayal of his feminist cred. Let's get to Douglas and Port Perry. Hey, Douglas. Hey, Johnny, great day for your dictatorship and Pinocchio. Okay. I can I cannot believe that this guy got up today. I didn't expect him to apologize. <laughs> well, he so didn't. He sat there and said, "I'm learning as I go. 
I don't like any other party when they go up. You know, when they said the last time around the Conservatives that he wasn't ready? Mm. Well, he isn't ready. This is, this is the most important job in this country. You are leading the people of Canada, and this guy gets up and says, I'm learning as I go. Really? Is this an apprenticeship? <laughs> right. Holy well, moly, John. 60-plus <laughs> years in this great country, and I can't believe we've got a guy elected who's learning as he goes. Yeah. It's absolutely shameful. Thank well, you. You're welcome, and uh, more or less an entry-level position for him. Here's Trevor in Caledon. Go ahead, Trev. Yes, hi there. Uh, great to be on your show. Thanks for having me. Yep. Um, so my take on it, and by the way, I voted for Trudeau in 2015. Mm. I was even a scrutineer in the uh, riding of Duffer and Caledon for the Liberals. Mm. I was extremely disappointed this morning. I thought he needed to say two words. I'm sorry. And he didn't. Um, you know, he talked around it. He used a lot of, like, almost double speak. Um, but there was no contrition whatsoever. There was no apology. There was no acknowledgement of Jody Wilson-Raybould as a, as a person that he respects, that he admires, as a human being, even if he's not sorry for their actions because he was protecting the hypothetical 9,000 jobs. Mm. He should be sorry for the way it made her feel, that, that she felt intense pressure and, and um, a lack of acceptance of her decision as the uh, attorney general, right? Well, you were very perceptive, my friend. So, in effect, you're still a scrutineer, uh, only this time around. Uh, this was just a takeaway from 15 minutes uh, that either made him or could have broken the guy this morning, and uh, that's why I'm wanting to get your feedback on that as I've deconstructed things. I, As I noted before, he's either out of the loop, he uh, can't comprehend simple concepts like no means no, in which case, uh, you know, she was emphatic by his own admission and so said twice that uh, she was not going to recant on her earlier decision to support the uh, DPP, Department of uh, Public Prosecutors. Uh, and then the other thing is, I mean, this narrative about the 9,000 jobs he kept hammering, uh, it seems now that people are scrutinizing that even more closely. What 9,000 jobs? How do you quantify that? So, you know, there is much still to be addressed, but what was your takeaway, David and Pickering? The silver lining for me in all of this is that Gerald Butts is no longer in the PMO. If you look at all the problems we have in Ontario now that he was part and parcel of in the last government, I say thank you, Jesus. And as for Trudeau, mm. maybe not understanding or knowing about certain things, that only confirms to me that the figurehead is on a need-to-know basis only. All right. I appreciate it. By the way, you know, uh, interesting, Jerry Butts, since he was instrumental in this whole environmental initiative in the province of Ontario before he took his act up to Ottawa, uh, and he did counsel Dalton McGinty, there was a piece in the Financial Post today about Dalton McGinty and how he's uh, sitting on several boards having to do with green energy or environmental concerns and uh, education as well. And he's doing a, a speaking engagement or tour of speaking engagements uh, I think he was in Windsor recently, as well as in London. He's coming to London on the 23rd of this month. So he's rearing his head again on this particular file. Be interesting to see how that's met, uh, given that kind of the jury should be in on uh, all the damage that these policies have wrought. Uh, here's Adam and Bob Cajun right now. Hi, Adam. How's it going? Good for you. 
good. Um, I'm more concerned with these news agencies that are sending reporters that won't ask the tough questions. Like he said at least 10 times in his speech about the 9,000 jobs, where did these 9,000 jobs come from? Who verified that it's 9,000 jobs? And why is everybody taking it at face value? You raise a good point. I was sort of left with that impression, too, watching this morning, and I'm thinking, is anybody going to ask why Jody Wilson-Raybould shouldn't be allowed to come back and uh, say more of her truth? Uh, Nobody brought that up. I think that would be important. We'd like to hear. Lisa Raid, by the way, is going to join us in under an hour, and uh, she's the one who brought that up yesterday, so we'll ask her. But right now, your point is well taken. I think there is a bit of an issue there that uh, not enough... Uh, drilling down on these things, like really putting his feet to the fire. We'll come back, and we continue on. Obviously, uh, this is a concern nationally now, whether the guy still has the cred to lead, uh, or is he damaged goods? Irreparably. Were you buying what he had on offer earlier today? How did he acquit himself? Do you believe that uh, he mitigated any damage or uh, further disgraced himself or discredited himself i think there are some serious issues in play here uh and my takeaway again is that he's been revealed as the lightweight that he is thanks for listening to the john oakley show podcast be sure to rate review and subscribe for free at apple podcasts google podcasts and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio